Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. There's been reports of magic items going missing, and signs point to it being one of the lesser beholders in Mycroth's Tower, which is an old wizard's tower, long abandoned. Guys, can we make a quick stop? You arrive at the Ambastion in walks Helenheim. He places one of his scaly hands on your head. In the name of Embastil, be healed. Kavoktoberfest is back in session. Let's go kill us a beholder. You see the tower standing atop a small hill overlooking the bay. You find yourselves in the entryway, which was probably once an impressive sight. Small weeds and roots poke through the cracks in the floor. Six large pedestals, atop of which stand suits of plate armor. Tokus gets out his lore and just wraps it around the chest plate and pulls it down. As soon as you do, all of the other suits of armor move towards you. What? It's a lot of suits. Roll for initiative. So what happened to the suit that I yanked, though? You successfully pulled it off of the platform, and it's now in front of you. Oh boy! All right, good job. Do I get to deal? <laughs> do I get to deal the lightning lore damage to it? Yes. Sweet. Free damage, guys. I deal two lightning damage. Sweet. <laughs> Great work. Steel is a very good conductor for all that lightning damage. All right, Shaba's going on a thirteen. Stripey's on a six. Tokus is going on a 7. Aslo is on a 6 with a plus 3 slash plus 4 dex bonus. Why is it 3 or 4? I'm confused. Just whatever I feel like. <laughs> My uh, jack-of-all-trades thing, I get an extra plus 1 to ability checks. So it's not my actual uh, bonus, it's just whenever I make checks, I just get the extra plus one. That's pretty sweet. I mean, now that you're a jack-of-all-trades, you're the best person on the team for lockpicking and trap-finding, right? Technically? I guess. Maybe. I don't even know what trap-finding is in this edition. It's perception, generally. Sometimes investigation. Okay. Shaba is first. Sentient suits of armor. Yeah. And all our weapons are piercing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, nonetheless, I'm going to take a shot at whichever one is closest to me, I guess. Okay, that would be the one that he already lightning lured. That is a 23 to hit. That hits. Should I Hunter's Mark here? Should I w- save that till later? You can cast it again. It's not like my hex. Yeah, that's true. All right. So I'll expend my first Hunter's Mark here. Hunter's Mark, I know I technically was supposed to do it beforehand but this there there are six enemies in this battle so worth it um 11 damage and then i'm going to back into the stairwell or like you know go back as far as i can wait didn't stripey get an attack uh he only gets to attack he doesn't actually get to move up so if he's not already in melee i don't think he can actually attack unfortunately right Mm. and i will be done after that so you hit it with an arrow, and it pierces through the armor, does a decent amount of damage. The armor is still standing and moving. Does the armor look hurt? Does it look like it actually did something to it? It's kind of hard to tell. <laughs> I would imagine so. <laughs> it's not like you can read its facial expression. All right. Okay. Guys, I, I think maybe that did something, but I don't know. All of those swords that the suits of armor dropped pull themselves out of the floor and start hovering, and then what? start flying what? towards you. Oh, oh, We're gonna die to swords. We're gonna get stabbed <laughs> to death. How do you kill a sword? I know, right? 
how do you kill sentient suits of armor? <laughs> Good question. Topus is in front, so three of the swords fly for you, and they all just miss, thanks to your hefty armor. <sighs> Whoa. Phew. Let's say one sword on each of the rest of you. Aslo, the sword manages to hit you. Is Aslo uh, within five feet of me? Yeah. They're all pretty closely grouped. Uh, I want to use my reaction to protect him. That's supposed to be before. Oh, have I, I'm going back to the wrong oh, thing, aren't right, I? Yeah. Okay, so I'm supposed to ask you that question... When I say someone's attacking them. Okay, got it. I just need to learn how to do this correctly. Mm, okay, yeah. So you would have had to choose one of us at random and then see if something hit. It's confusing because the different abilities trigger at different times. Yeah. So yes, it hits you for six points of damage. Okay. Tokus. So you've got the suit of armor right in front of you, and then the swords, like one's hovering above you, one's a little off to your each side, and then there's all the other armors ahead of you. Guys, do we have anything that affects summoned enemies? I know we had that powder that we didn't keep that might have affect summoned units. Mm. Do we have any sort of dispel kind of stuff? I know attacks seem to affect them. <laughs> I don't know that we can just make them go away. I don't think we have ma magic that powerful. One of us might have a spell that, like, dispels magic. That's true. But other than that, I don't know. Do any of us have that? Uh, I have a spell called Dispel Magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds really good. <laughs> How does that spell read? I get to choose a creature, object, or magical effect and end any spell uh, whose level is equal to or less than this spell slot that I cast it with. What happens if we improve the spell slots on it? Uh, I can't because it's third level and I only have third level slots. But if the spell level is higher than my spell level, then I make a check. And on a success, the spell still ends. Mm -hmm. Alternatively, you may expend up to two charges when you cast a spell while holding the shard to increase the spell slot level by the number of charges spent up to mm -hmm. a maximum of ninth level. You are encouraging me to use... To use the stone. Dark Tokus is worse than I thought. <laughs> Dark Tokus just wants to win and get everybody home safe. <laughs> That's his dark motivation. So for the greater good, huh? His evil motivation is to make sure we're all safe. But first, <laughs> it is Tokus's turn to act right now. I'm going to use my item interaction to pass the shard to Aslo. I take it. Okay. Now I just need to protect him. Um, which suit of armor is closest to Aslo? The only one that's close to your group right now is the one that you pulled. The others are 10, 30, and 50 feet away from you. Okay. All right, well, I'll step in front of Aslo, but also within range to attack that one suit. So basically just kind of step a little bit away from Shaba, but towards Aslo. I'm back in the stairwell. Oh, yeah, you, you moved. I want to be in between the suit and Aslo. Okay. And I will extra attack, or I'm going to attack and then maybe extra attack. So this is the same one that you lightning lord that I shot? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. All right, that's an 18. That's real good. 18 hits. Sweet. All right, let's deal with it. almost damage. like you know how to swing that thing. <laughs> it's right in front of me, Shaba. I should be able to hit it on ideal six points of damage. Sweet. Okay. And I will extra attack for another slice. Or stab. Oh, that was much worse. Um, oh, no. 13. 13 does not hit. Dang it. Mm. Well, I mean, it hits and clangs ineffectively off the armor. 
we need different weapons, guys. We can't stab suits. <laughs> like, the whole purpose of a rapier is to get through the armor to the squishy person on the inside. There's no squishy person here. They say if it bleeds, we can kill it. So I don't like our chances here. Well, Aslo, this is all up to you. Yeah. Okay, well, now it's the armor's turn. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh-oh. So the one in front of you attacks first. So is, are they just punching with their gauntlets? Yeah. So they get to attack and the swords get to attack separately. I'll be our punching bag. My suspicion is that the each suit of armor controls one of the swords. So if we kill one armor, then the sword will drop. Mm. I don't know. I'm hoping that we're about to do something a lot stronger with this spell we're cooking up. All right. So it punches you with each of its gauntlets for three oh, points wait. of... I, well, did, did you say I got hit? Yes. Okay. I'd like to shield. Okay. So that first one misses, I believe. Let me spend a spell slot. It turned both hits into solid miss and a miss by one. So <sighs> that was good. All right. Man. Shield is such a ridiculously good spell. <laughs> the other suits all begin to close in. The one that's close enough also makes an attacks against you and misses you thanks to the shield. So you are safe for this round. <sighs> That means we got to make this next one count, boys. Aslo, I know you don't want to use the crystal, but we need you to, like, be our spellcaster or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Embrace the darkness, Aslo. (laughs) You were asking about dispel magic. If you were to cast that, it would be targeting one of these things. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not like an AoE spell. But potentially disarming. Yeah, potentially a one-shot kill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's the question. Is it worth doing that, or... Uh, Should you just soup up uh, Thunder Wave? Yeah, I could do a souped up Thunder Wave. Sure. I don't know... This is each creature. I doubt they count as creatures for hypnotic pattern. These suits of armor are walking, right? They're not, like, floating or anything? The swords float. Right, the armor is walking, the swords are flying. I could cast Spike Growth, but then I'd lose my Hunter's Mark, so never mind. Mm. Yeah, so either a one-shot on one of them, potentially... If it's a low enough spell level that created it, or I could Hypnotic Pattern, although I don't think that would work on them, or I could Thunder Wave. I like the idea of you doing AoE. If you were to do a Thunder Wave... How would that work on the swords? Well, it deals damage to whatever's in range. However, they are all pretty closely clustered up right in front of Tokus, because they're all just moving straight towards your group. And the swords are flying up above, and since it's a cube, you know, they're kind of in the same area. Yeah. Yeah, I think this has to be an ACDC one. I mean, I think you gotta just call the thunder. We just finished watching all three Thor movies, so I'm like, ah, I have those visions of him just like his thunder. eyes glowing, and it's like the lightning shoots down and engulfs his body. Yeah, exactly. What when if you just the, like when they're on the bifrost, he's just like, ah! <laughs> he just like pounds the thing, and the lightning shoots through. All, oh man, so sick, so great. The third, the third movie. When you watch the Thor movies, you get through the first two, so you can watch the third. Like you have to get through through those so you can be in the third one and let it become your world. That's how that works. <laughs> What's the third? Ragnarok? Yeah, Ragnarok. Okay. Oh my gosh. That was it's a weird one, wo- but... Yeah. It's worlds better than the other two. It's so good. So out of curiosity, how much can Aslo soup up this spell? Thunder Wave? With the crystal. Oh. How, how powerful can you go? Dispel Magic, I don't know that there is anything more than... No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Thunder Wave. Oh, okay. Thunder Wave, I could, without using the crystal, I could go level 3, and that would give me... Up to level 5 with the crystal. Or level 5 with the mm-hmm. crystal. Now, what would a level 5 be? Level 3 would give me 4d8 thunder damage, 
five will give me six sixty-eight thunder damage. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty dang good. From where you're standing, you would be able to hit four suits of armor and four swords. Okay. Uh, would he also be hitting Tokus? He could shoot it over your head because they're a lot taller than you are. Mm. Sounds like a no-brainer to me. <laughs> if you were to step forward, one of the swords would be able to attack you as you're moving up, and then you would get that sword no longer in your range and two more suits of armor in your range. Oh, okay. Interesting. You could target eight of our 12 assailants. <laughs> That's pretty good. And maybe kill them in the in the one blow, or at least some of them. Some of them, yeah. The one has taken, like clo- I think, close to 20 damage so far. Hmm. So we'll know that if it's working based on <laughs> based on this, if it drops, <laughs> or if we're really in for it. Well, if it doesn't kill any of them, then we know they have tons of HP, and then we do have to slowly <laughs> but surely dispel yeah. magic. Oh, yeah. That too. <laughs> yeah, or run, or, or dispel <laughs> magic each one. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do this, right? I mean, I think you kind of have to. I feel like it's your civic duty. Man. To Thunderwave right now. <laughs> so Tokus tosses me the crystal. And I'm like, Tokus, I'm not going to use this. This thing is evil. Then I'm looking down at it and my eyes suddenly go big and they start kind of swirling with like purple light. And then and he's like, Felman. And then I cast Thunderwave at full power. Alright. Alright, so you use two more charges? Uh yes, so you use two more charges. So like Aslo is channeling his anger for Felmandar into this into this Thunderwave. <laughs> yeah. Totally. It's his rage causing him to embrace the darkness. Just like Tokus. <laughs> so they all make con saves. And what's the DC on this? Spell save sixteen. Let's get some full damage on some of these. Do you move up to attack the armor or do you stay where you are? Uh, I move up and I get two more suits of armor, but I take an attack. If you move up, you will miss one sword that you'd otherwise hit, but hit two suits of armor, and one sword will get to attack you. But if I stay where I am, yeah, then I get a sword. Take take the attack. Tokus, can you shield him against that attack? Uh, Have I used my reaction yet? You haven't used it. So I would be able to protect you, potentially. Okay. Yeah, do that. Like, I need to time it right, like, the second that the sword begins to target you, I need to say, I'm protecting you. Well, if yeah. you're planning on doing it. Then. Yeah, I'd say it's worth it to get the more suits of armor yeah. in the area. Yeah, let's take out the suits. Let's go with uh, Jay's suspicion that the swords are tethered to the suits. That the suits are the brains of the operation. The other thing to consider is that unsecured objects completely within the area are automatically pushed 10 feet away from you. That's cool. If swords are magically floating, do they count as unsecured objects? Or do they count as creatures? Hmm. Mm. Well, one way to find out. <laughs> Let's light this powder keg. <laughs> I'll step forward and take the shot. Yeah. Okay, so I will attack you first. All right, I will protect Aslo. Whoa there, sword. Hey, hold on there, buddy. <laughs> Look at our, our party synergies coming together. <laughs> All right, so the yeah. sword swings at you, and Tokus knocks it aside with his shield. Watcha! Not today. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> no, no, no. Not today. <laughs> Thanks for the save. And you shoot out your fully powered thunder wave? That I do. They all make con saves. Uh, and I say it's time to trim the hedges. Oh, wait. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I thought that was my catchphrase. Correct. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's right. Oh, wait, wasn't that the catchphrase of my new character? That's, yeah, yeah that's it's the, the catchphrase. The catchphrase yeah. of your character, who by the time this episode comes out, will be live, potentially. 
Maybe. For the Patreon extra bonus content. For our Patreon content. Patreon.com slash Damage Guild. Bonus campaign. We got cool catchphrases in it, so you should check it out. Yeah. <laughs> and head streaming. <laughs> Lots of head streaming. And I play a different class than what Tokus right. is. But I won't tell you what class it is. Yeah, no spoilers. Ooh. Except for that catchphrase. Those last three were not good. 15, mm. 18... That would be a total of 19 thunder damage. Mm. Mm, but that's 19 to everything. Yeah. That's good. Well, potentially. It rounds up if they make their con save, right? Uh, round it down. Uh, rounds down if oh, they rounds down. make it. Yeah. Cuts it in half if they make their save. So I need to subtract a lot of numbers here. So hold on a minute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lots of HP that we don't have to deal. So tell us more about this uh, bonus episode character that you have, Tokus. Sean? Yeah. Well, he's pretty cool. He's quite a bit different than Tokus because mm. I wanted to play something different. It's a different race, different class, different personality. Different. It's a different me. Different priorities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, in fact, all of us made new characters for our bonus campaign. That's right. All four of us. Even Thane. Thane has a character that he's playing for this bonus campaign. Yeah, it's weird and awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're all taking turns being Dungeon Master. Being the Dungeon Master, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a cool thing about it. At this point, uh, I haven't Dungeon Mastered yet, but I'm next on the list. By the time you hear this episode, Sean will definitely have Dungeon Mastered for the first time, <laughs> and it's going to be great. We'll have mastered his first dungeon. So, your thunder wave goes off. The three swords that you hit warp and bend with the pressure of this sound wave that's blasting at them, and they go flying back and fall to the ground, you know, slide across the floor. Five of the six suits of armor also get knocked back. The one that didn't get knocked back was the one that was already heavily damaged. So Uh. all of the armor is still standing, but two of them look extremely battered and beat up. The others look significantly damaged, but not quite as much. Hmm. Nice. So your your total was 19 there? Yep. Okay, and I believe the one had taken about that much damage. Yeah. Well, but it might have succeeded its constitution save. We don't know. Right. It did. That's why it stayed put. Yeah, I, that's what, that was going to be my assumption if it was still up, that it succeeded. Okay. So that means it would have only taken nine points, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Just to clarify, anyone who saves does not get pushed by the pushing effect. So yeah, that's why I right. said the one. You didn't get pushed. There. That's fine. That's the one you've marked. We're gonna kill it, Shaba. Don't worry. Hope this so. is coming together great. Uh, uh, <laughs> Asla, can I get that crystal back? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, sure. Just give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's right here in my pocket. <laughs> Asla, what is happening to you? All right. If Asla is done. Then it's on to Stripey's turn. Uh, actually, no. I would like to bonus action. Give Tokus inspiration. Cha-ching! Tokus, you're the best armor fighter I've ever seen. But I'm <laughs> fighting a bunch of armor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> well, thanks, Aslo. You're the best armored fighting armor fighter. Stripey runs up to the suit of armor that didn't get knocked back. Can he? Is he in a position where he could flank with Tokus? Yes, but if he moves to that point, then the sword that was attacking him will get to attack again. And I don't have another reaction to protect him. Um, where can he move to attack something without getting attacked himself? Uh, he can either attack the sword that's already on him, or I guess he can shift into position next to Tokus to attack the armor. Okay, he'll do that. He'll shift and attack the armor that's in front of Tokus. Ooh, that's not too hot. Uh, it's a 10 to hit, so that probably misses. Yeah, my 13 missed earlier. Yeah. 
Ten is not good for plate armor. <laughs> All right. Stripey's done. Shaba, you do have one sword on you. Okay. Do I think we can attack these swords? Well, three of them got blasted to the ground. And they're, like, still motionless? Like, they're not getting back up or anything? Yes. All right. I'll drop my bow and take out my sword and have a sword fight with the sword. And I miss. And when I do, I look at Stripey and I say, You know what to do, little guy. And Stripey attacks, and he hits this time. With a 20-something. 23 to hit. So the, the sword skillfully parries your swing? <laughs> no, it's better swordsman than I am. I feel like we're downplaying what just happened. I think Aslo just did the most damage with one spell. We've seen this entire campaign. Probably. I think you're probably right. If we were to do the math on that, come on, thing can confirm biggest damage guild attack yet. It's probably accurate. Damage-wise? Yeah, so that was a total of uh, 161 points of damage. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So needless to say, that helped quite a lot. And what's crazy is, like, a lot of them aren't down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is Let's crazy. do it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stripey just did 13 damage to the one that's in front of you, Toka, so we'll see All if right. we're... With his massive body, he tackles it, rips out the breastplate, and the rest of it crumbles to the ground. Ha! <laughs> mm. Nice. <laughs> Go Stripes. They're not so tough after all. <laughs> sure, they're pretty tough. Yeah, though they are not so sentient tough. plate mail. <laughs> all right, the swords get to go now, and they're continuing to attack their targets, so that is one on each of you except for Tokus. They're not going after me? Uh-oh. Well, the ones that were attacking <laughs> you all got destroyed. Ah. Uh, uh, did I already use my reaction? Yes. I did. Yeah. You saved Aslo from getting stabbed. Now, that's not continuous. That's for one attack, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm. Aslo, once again, you are hit, and you're the only one who's hit. Awesome. Uh, wait, hold on. Wait, can't you flourish or whatever? Uh, when hit with an attack, roll, use your reaction to force a re-roll. I will do that now. Use before damage. Okay. What is that? Is that a bard thing? Second chance. That's the feat I took for being a halfling. Mm. Mm. How many times can you use that? Just once. Just once. Sweet. That's Aslo being like running his fingers along the feather in his hat and then parrying the attack. <laughs> That's how I picture that. That managed to lower my attack roll by one and turn it into a miss. Oh, yeah. So the sword is just about to slice you and you pull out your rapier and deflect it at the last second. And it swings down and almost scratches against the ground. That was really cool, Aslo. Nice job. I almost forgot to do that. <laughs> So the others missed, and it's Tokus' turn. Hmm. So I'm not actually in melee range of anything right now, am I? Correct. Okay. So there's the three swords behind you and the five suits of armor in front of you. And Stripey's next to you. And so is Aslo. I'll move back towards my companions. Actually, can I flank one of the swords or not really? Yeah, you could probably reach any of them at this point. You're all kind of clustered together. I will flank the healthiest-looking sword. <laughs> None of them have been damaged. Oh, okay. I will flank a sword with Aslo. How about you? So I roll a 21 to hit. Hit. And damages, 7. Not sure how you can really stab another sword and do damage to it, but... <laughs> but you find a way. I hit it just right. <laughs> Nature finds a way. <laughs> Maybe it's more like you're just hitting it with the pommel on your sword. You're just hitting it real hard. Trying to dent it and bludgeon it. 
Anyway, you do some damage to it. It's still floating around. Mm. I will attack that same sword with my extra attack. What job? Oh, uh, that's a miss, so I'm going to use the flanking, the advantage here. Yes? Yeah. Yep. Yes. That was a little bit better. Does a 12 hit? A sword? <laughs> no. Dang it. These are speedy things. They they're tanky, the yeah. They're too quick. Shucks. I'm done. So those suits pick themselves up and start moving towards you. Now that you switch to flanking with Aslo, Stripey and Aslo are the two in the front. Oh, no. Yeah, you only pushed it 10 feet. So they can all close into melee range by just kind of circling around. Okay, wait. So is Aslo being attacked? Three of them are attacking Stripey and two of them are attacking Aslo. One of the ones that's attacking Aslo, I will attempt to block. All right. Nothing personal, Shaba, but I want to try to protect Aslo. Understood. It's too bad that the giant growth potion doesn't give, like, plus HP or anything. Yeah, it's too bad. All right, well, Stripey is pummeled three times for uh, 12 points of damage. A couple of those were pretty light. Ooh. Oh, jeez. And then Aslo is also hit three times. Your shield deflection managed to turn one of them from a critical into a normal hit. So, <laughs> oh, boy. That's helpful. Um, oh, but I rolled higher this time. So you take 19 points of damage. Oof. Ouch. Ouch. Mm. Still up. <sighs> Good. And that ends the armor's turn. It's now Aslo's turn. Woof. Woof, as they say. So, how are they looking? There's all six armor? No, there's five armors. Five armors. There are various degrees of beat up, but they're all looking fairly worn. It's a battle of five armors. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> That's actually great. I'm writing that down. <laughs> um, Aslo. What? You're not planning to use up all the crystal energy, are you? Me? No, I would never do such a thing, <laughs> Dokus. Um, no, I throw it back to you. I'm like, ah, get this thing away from me. It's evil influence is corrupting me. It's like stuck to your hand. You try to throw <laughs> yeah. it again. Ah, dang it. <laughs> all right, I grab it. Yes. Thank you, Aslo. <laughs> so basically, Tokus and I are flanking one, and then there's others like all right around us, right? The two of you are flanking a sword, and then the five suits of armor are basically lined up straight in front of you and Stripey. Okay. I'm going to assume that I had still had my crossbow out from earlier. Drop that, pull out a sword, and then uh, make an attack with that. Not using another thunder wave. Gosh, I guess I could. You couldn't hit quite as many this time. At best would be three armors and the sword. Okay. That's still really good That's rate, That's still though. pretty good, dude. <laughs> it is. Uh, my thing is that I don't want to use my only other third level spell slot. And I don't mm. want to use the crystal again, which leaves second level slots. So I'd only do 3d8 damage instead of 6d8 damage. That's still enough to drop the, some of those, I bet. You think so? Mm. Just... Roll better yeah. damage. Oh, yeah, yeah. I right. feel like they have around 30-ish hit points. 30, 35, maybe. Just a guess. Hmm. That's true. Okay. We're leaning into your ability to deal AoE damage again, <laughs> as yeah, per usual. That's true. Uh, press rewind, pick my crossbow back up, and then, yeah, I'll cast it at second level, so they make con saves. I mean, they're armor, so they're probably pretty good at con saves, but it's all we got. Big damage. That's low. That was big damage. A five, a six, and a seven. Eighteen. Eighteen? Math. Dang. You dealt just the same amount. <laughs> you just did just as much. <laughs> yeah, I guess that wasn't too bad, huh? Uh, <laughs> you have to kind of back awkwardly to the side and shoot sideways and up in order to make this work. Yeah. So the damaged sword goes flying up over Stripey and then clatters to the ground. 
One of the suits of armor that was on Stripey also collapses to the ground. The other two that it hit look severely damaged, like they're barely holding together. Totally worth it. Yeah, it was. If they weren't blasted back, that means that they made their con saves. Mm. Probably. Yeah. Definitely. And then there's just the two other suits of armor and two swords. We can do this. Hmm. Taking out half of them so far. <laughs> Are you doing anything else? I will. Bardic Inspiration. Shaba. Oh, sweet. I'll probably need that. Shaba, shoot that bow thing of yours. But I'm flourishing my fancy sword and I'm having a fancy sword then fight. swing that sword of yours and do awesome at it. I mean, your sword still is helped by your hunter's mark, isn't it? Uh, yes. By the way, did you move your hunter's mark? I, have, I did not. I forgot to do that last Dang round. It. But I didn't hit it anyway, so... All right, so Stripey and then Shaba. Is Stripey in melee with anything right now? Yep, still with two suits of armor and a sword. He'll attack the suit of armor that looks more damaged. Okay. Uh, uh 13 to hit? Nope. Crap. And But then he gets to attack again when I go. So I'm going to say, Ha-ha, I challenge you to a duel, and continue to try to duel the sword. <laughs> so let's see. Okay, that'll hit. So that's a 23 for Shaba. I'm going to obviously, like I said, move my hunter's mark. So that'll be 9 damage against the sword that Shaba is fighting. And then Stripey gets a 19 against that suit of armor. And that hits. And Stripey deals 16 damage. What? The wow. extra D4. What dice do you roll on him? I rolled 3D4 plus 5, and he got two 4s and a 3 on the D4s. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody deals more damage than me. <laughs> well, Stripey is also enlarged, so... Hmm. <laughs> Imagine if he got a crit. But nobody takes as much damage as you, though. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So you heavily dent the sword in front of you, and Stripey brings down another suit of armor. Ah! Yeah! Stripey! He flexes stripey, his muscles. Stripey! Stripey! <laughs> Stripey's doing so much more damage with these extra attacks. How you like Stripey now, huh, Tokus? I, I like him more than I have ever before. <laughs> All it's right! A strange emotion is coming over Tokus. That's progress! When he realizes that we were about to die to this army of sentient swords and suits, <laughs> and yet Stripey is, like, saving us and stuff, I may have to reconsider my loath- loathing for him. <laughs> hey, all right, I like to hear that. He's a valuable combatant now. He has as many hit points now as I had at last level, almost. It's tanky. The remaining two swords both attempt to attack, but miss. Who are they attacking? They're attacking Stripey and Shaba. And we're back to Tokus. All right. Uh, I'm still flanking one of the swords, right? No, that one was taken down. Oh, okay. So you're all by yourself. Uh, I go after one of the swords with my sword. Which one? Uh, the one that is closer to Aslo. Okay, that's the one that's attacking Stripey. Yep, that's the one I want to go for. Oh, could I flank with Stripey? Yeah, you could. I would like to do that because I've been missing a lot. A 14. Miss. Wait a minute. I was flanking. So yeah, you're supposed to have advantage. Oh yeah, yeah, true. My other roll was a three, so that also misses. <laughs> and I don't want to spend the bardic on that because that would be... Well, <laughs> just roll twice and tell me the highest one yeah. when you have advantage. Well, this is a nine, so I could actually roll the bardic die, but I'd need to get like a six, I imagine. And the bardic die is now a d8. Oh, it's wow. It's really strong. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to being a level five and whatnot. <laughs> Well, we already said you missed with the first one. Yeah, you already know the result of that, so you can't do that. All right, so my extra attack. Here we go. That, finally, that's an 18 plus 6, 24. 
That hits. Yeah, it's always worth it to roll both dice when you have advantage or disadvantage because you might get a natural 20 on one. That makes sense. Thanks for the D&D tip, Jay. D&D Tips with Jay. Yeah, join me on my new podcast, D&D Tips with Jay. It's a, it's a five-second-long podcast that comes out once a year where I give D&D tips. Roll two dice at the same time if you have advantage. And that's the whole episode for this year. D&D Tips with Jay. And it's like, Jay. like the intro and the outro is longer than the whole episode. It's like, thanks for coming to D&D Tips with Jay. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Today's episode was sponsored by... Yeah. All right. So I deal three points of damage and my turn's over. <laughs> Only three points? I dealt three whole points of damage. I rolled a one on my D8. All right. Then it's the armor's turn now. There are still two attacking Stripey and one attacking Aslo. Are you going to protect someone? Who's in range for protecting? Both of them or just Stripey? Well, actually, if you were flanking with Stripey, then neither of them is range. No! I can't protect anyone. I can't do anything right. <laughs> you have to space yourself from the others in order to flank with them. All right, each of you is hit once. Stripey takes no. four points of damage, and Aslo takes six. Ouch. Are you still up? Uh, I am at two. <laughs> oh, goodness. Guys, I was worried about fighting this Beholderkin at full strength. Short rest is an option at some point. Now, this tower is, like, really tall, and we're only on the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Aslo's turn. A long rest is an option. It's true. We can go back and say hi to our steeds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there are two suits of armor and one sword? There are three suits of armor and two swords remaining. One of the suits is fragments at this point. Battered. Let's compromise. Two suits of armor and two swords. <laughs> Let's make a deal. <laughs> I mean, maybe you should just blast them again. Are they clumped? Two of the armors are together, but not the other one. So you could hit two armors and a sword at most. Gotcha. That still might be a good rate. If we're going to go rest anyway, you can get your spells back. Only if we do a long rest, which we just woke up from, like, 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Aslo, don't forget, the Cultist Crystal still has some charges, and that can expand the number of spells you can cast. You don't know how many charges it has, though. It could run out at any moment. Yeah. We don't know. That's very true. <laughs> we don't know. We didn't let it recharge. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to die. Preferably. Totally good. Um, I could try to disengage to get away. I could do another thunder wave. I will say it doesn't look like these things are particularly intelligent. They've just been attacking whatever's closest to them for the most part. So if you ran away, they probably wouldn't follow you. Yeah, you could get behind stripes and me. Okay. That might be a really good move to just get away, and we can kind of see if we can finish them off with our normal attacks. How are you guys doing on hit points? I haven't taken any damage. Oh, really? Shaba has not taken any damage. Stripey has taken quite a bit. Stripey's at 19 of 35. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to run. I'm going to be like Brave Sir Robin and r bravely run away. Y are you going <laughs> to disengage? Uh, I will, because I also don't want to die. Good idea. All right, so where are you running to? I want to run toward the stairwell. The stairs that you came in from? Yes. Okay, but I assume not in range of the sword that's attacking Shaba? Correct. Okay, so you just kind of run back and off to the side out of the battle. Okay, so Shaba's basically in the stairwell and the sword's right in front of him? Yeah, so he's blocking the door. Okay, yeah, so I'll just go off to the as much of a corner as I can get into in a circular tower. But there's no corners, it's a circle. <laughs> yeah, it's a tricky situation. Aslo, like, keeps running around the tower trying to find a corner. <laughs> there's no corners! Oh, no, where's the corners? <laughs> How can I be a coward if there's no corners for me to hide in? <laughs> I could have sworn I saw a corner around here somewhere. 
<laughs> Maybe if I keep looking hard enough. The pedestals are square. Oh, that's true. They form corners. <laughs> um, yeah, I will disengage and hide in the corner. Anything else? I'll shout, you've got this, guys. I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> The Damage Guild Podcast. Chaotic Incredible. Hey everyone, it's Brian here, the voice of Aslo Tendertoe, your favorite halfling bard. Some of you know that I do some work as an indie board game designer. It is therefore with great pleasure that I announce that a game I recently designed is officially being published. That's right, one of my games got picked up by a publisher late last year. It's a small 18-card game called Castle Siege that can be played without the use of a table or playing surface of any kind. Two players build their castles in their hands while attacking their opponents with archers, catapults, battering rams, and even siege trolls. I'm told that the game will be available before the end of the calendar year, so to stay on top of updates and potentially pick up a copy for yourself, head over to the publisher's page at 524labs.com. That's F-I-V-E-2-4 L-A-B-S dot com. As always, we would love your help spreading the word about the show. Please tell your friends, family, coworkers, anyone you think might be remotely interested in D&D, collaborative storytelling, or improv comedy. You might just be surprised who ends up really digging it. Your recommendations are our number one means of reaching a wider audience and expanding the show, so it would help us tremendously if you shared the good word. Thank you for checking out our humble little story, and we hope you get a few more chuckles and maybe even a deeply thoughtful nod or two out of the rest of this episode. Until next time, stay bardically inspired. And now, back to the show. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. Stripey. All right. Stripey will attack with advantage. Because he's flanking with Tokus. All right, so he turns and attacks the sword. Ooh, uh, that would be a natural twenty. So that brings it up to what eight d four? Sure, he's gonna roll. He's gonna roll six d four plus five, if you please. I like how the repetitive sound at the beginning of natural twenty was a d sound. Natural twenty. Just trying, just trying to be a little different. It was different, for sure. <laughs> Expect the unexpected as well. It's a denatured 20. Mm-hmm. Ah, there you go. 14, <laughs> 19 damage. All right. So he hmm. turns around, leaps upward, snags the sword between his jaws. It just folds under the pressure from his... <laughs> Whoa. Oh, wow. my gosh. These are flexible swords. <laughs> for once, I'm glad you're on our side, Stripey. <laughs> yeah, right. Shaba's turn. All right, Shaba continues his epic duel with this other sword. <laughs> uh, 14 to hit. Okay. 14 does not hit. Crap. I don't think you were bardically inspired anymore. No, I am. I'm still bardically inspired, but... Uh, but you already asked. Yeah, I, that's why I held off for a couple yeah, seconds. Yeah, that's why you delayed. You I, I thought of it just as you were saying the, the results. Okay, <laughs> oh well. I miss. And Stripey's reaction? Uh, okay, so Stripey no longer has advantage, right? He Can he get into flanking with anybody right now? No. He's just got the two suits of armor next to him. All right, he'll attack the more damaged-looking one. Uh, that's a miss. The one sword that is still attacking you does hit, finally, for whopping nine points of damage. On Shaba? Yes, on Shaba. Ow! Ouchies. God, his, 
this whole combat thing is really wearing me out. Are you thinking of using your stone's endurance? Oh, uh, that's a good point. Guys, I'm going to use my stone's endurance because I, I have so many abilities now, I can't remember them all. Okay, thanks, Tokus. Don't mention it. That shrugs off seven of those damages. Nice. Sweet. This is great. So you just hold out your arm and the sword slashes across it and you take it like a man. I take it like a Goliath. That's right. Ha! Tokus. Okay, I need to, like, be a tank and protect my teammates. Can I maneuver? Am I being... Would I be attacked by anything? You're open now. I'm open. So you're right next to Stripey, or you're close to Stripey, who is next to two suits of armor. There's another suit of armor kind of near him, but not really next to anyone. And then there's the sword. I would like to move within five feet of Stripey, but within 15 feet of the sword near Shaba. Okay, you can do that. Awesome. And then I'm going to lightning lord the sword that's attacking Shaba. Oh, wow. Get over here. (laughs) And it has to make a strength check. I failed. Oh. So you yank the sword towards you and deal how much? I, well, I yank it towards me, but not so that it, like, pierces me. <laughs> Punctures you. Aha! <laughs> 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 Message for you, sir. <laughs> and I will roll my lightning damage. Three. So it zaps it a little bit, and you see the sparks flying off of it, but the sword is not destroyed. And I end my turn. Doesn't your cantrip get more powerful at this level? You're supposed to be doing two dice of damage, right? Am I? Do I think? Come on, Tokus, get your head in the game. Remember all your abilities. I think (laughs) Firebolt got stronger. Well, I mean, all cantrips level up at the same levels. Let's find out. At higher levels, this spell's damage increases by 1d8 when you reach 5th level. Ooh. I'm going to roll another d8. Yeah. An additional one point of damage. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> and now I'm done. Uh, back to the armor's turn. Even the DM is lamenting our incapability <laughs> of ending this combat. We dealt, like, the most damage we've ever dealt in a combat before, and I'm just sitting here dealing, like, ones and threes. <laughs> like, Aslo's like, I am all powerful! And Tokus is like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> And you're going to protect Stripey from the first attack against him? Yes. So, I'll protect you, Stripey. My opinion of you is starting to change. Ha ha, Stripey says. The disadvantage was not enough, so Stripey's hit by that one. And then he's actually hit a lot this round. Uh -uh. Or rather, he's hit once and then critically hit once. Stripey uses Stone's Endurance. Oh, wait, he doesn't (laughs) have that ability. He didn't learn that from you, Shaba? No, I tried to teach what it. What are you even teaching him? I tried him? to teach it to him, but it was a racial ability. And since we're not the same race, unfortunately, <laughs> he couldn't know it. Hmm. So Stripey takes 14 points of damage. Ah. And his armor just pounds him into the ground. Oh. Uh, the other suit of armor moves towards Tokus. Yes, I can finally tank. <laughs> but no, I've already used my reaction. It hits you once for four points of damage. I accept. <laughs> And we're back to Aslo. Aslo, do something. But I'm scared. Heal yourself and get back in the fight. How are the the weapons and armors doing these days? The armor hasn't been damaged any since last time. So there's the one really damaged one and two that are still pretty tough. And then the sword is barely still floating in the air. Okay. I mean, you could even just do some pot shots. 
from where you're at. Yeah, that's true. That might be better than trying to rush back. Wasting time healing in combat. Why would you ever waste time <laughs> yeah, to heal in combat? That's a good point, Tokus. And I never actually took out my sword, so... Yeah, take a tip from Shaba. Shooting from a distance is a good way to not get yourself killed. <laughs> so yeah, I will take a shot with crossbow at the... You said basically one suit of armor is still is like in good shape? No, one suit is heavily damaged. The other two are moderately damaged. But you could finish off the sword. Yeah, I'll see if I can shoot a floating sword with my crossbow. This shouldn't be hard at all. (laughs) Here we go. Actually, that was really good. Uh, That would be a 22 to hit. Hmm. That does hit. It only had one hit point left. Sweet. Oh. So I was really disappointed by that uh. little one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. It would have been cool if the lightning lure fried it. It would have. So you bring down the sword, the crossbow bolt smashes into it, and it and the sword fly together across the room. Uh, yeah. I reload that crossbow, blow the smoke off of it, and then get ready for my next turn. Okay. Stripey and Shaba. Stripey takes another swing. At which one? The more damaged one. Swings his teeth. He swings his teeth, <laughs> his claws. Um, that's a 15. 15 does not hit. Crap. Or does not penetrate the armor. Man. All right. Uh, then Shaba will... Tokus, you destroyed that sword in front of me, or you lightning load it to yourself? Mm-hmm. Yep, the swords are all gone. All right. Then Shaba will drop his sword and pick up his bow and take a shot. Ooh, is he going to remember to do it without... Me reminding him? If I roll low, I will. You can do this. Don't forget. So I drop my sword, I pick up my bow, and if I roll low, I'm going to use the Bardic Inspiration. Right? He's not remembering, is he saying? Move my hunter's mark. (laughs) I move my hunter's mark onto my new target. I think the only reason that... Yeah, he did. I think the only reason that I'm hyper-focused on you doing that is because I have a move that's similar. Mm, Yeah, the hex thing. Like, if my hex had been active for this fight, which maybe I should have used it because we might be taking a rest, but anyway. Yeah, like I said, this is now... Shabba's suddenly got much more complex in combat. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that is a uh, 22 to hit. That hits. Which one are you targeting? The more damaged armor. Uh, And then... That will be... Ooh, rolled pretty low on the dice there. Uh, so, seven damage. That is enough. All right. So your arrow knocks the helmet off, and then the rest of the suit falls to the ground. Nice. And then is there something near Stripey that he can attack? Yep, there's still one left next to Stripey. All right, Stripey will take his reaction, and he will miss. Mm. With a ten. Took us. So there's just one suit left. One suit. Two suits. There's just two suits left. There's one attacking Stripey, one attacking you. Hearts and clubs. Ah, I'm tempted to flank. That's a good temptation to follow. Uh, they're kind of flanking you right now. Oh. Not really, because there's two of you in the middle, but it's like suit of armor, Stripey, you, other suit of armor. I will fight the suit of armor that I am able to fight. <laughs> good plan. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, does a 21 hit? Yep. All right, here we go. Nine points of damage. Not bad. Extra attack, here we go. Same suit. That's a natural one. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tokus is still trying to figure out this whole attacking twice in a turn thing. Mm. Getting used to it, you know. Just give me a second, guys, to get used to this. Swinging the sword (laughs) one way, swinging it back the other way. It's... 
it's tough. Yeah, it's hard. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. All right, well, the good news is the one attacking you misses twice. The one attacking Stripey, I assume you're protecting him with your reaction? I suppose. <laughs> I well, you turn one hit into a miss. Yes. But he is still hit again for eight points of damage. Oof, Stripey is? Yep. Ouch, Stripey. Sorry, I have to turn on my... Yeah, Stripey goes down. No! Stripey, we were just starting to like you. <laughs> he lets out a final whimpering snarl. <sighs> <laughs> is, that, is that the noise? Is that the noise you're going to go with? Yeah, can you just capture that? Oh, you can't control what noise you make before you die. And every time Stripey gets hit, so, he's just so make that noise. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, we need to sample that. Oh, that's so good. That was, that was just so funny. I didn't know Stripey sounded like that until he died. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was too late. The things you learn about someone posthumously. Yeah. Ezlo, it's your turn. I will fire a shot at the suit of armor that is closest and or more damaged. Looking. Isn't there only one loot suit left? No, there's still two. Ah! So many. <laughs> uh, does a 16 hit? No. Oh, man. Really? What, do they have armor on or something? <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is plate armor, so they have the AC of plate armor. Uh, okay. In that case, I cry to myself a little bit. Aslo, wait, make me feel good about myself. Oh, hey, Tokus, you're awesome, man. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Stripey. And, or Stripey, yes, it is his turn. He needs he to. He makes a death save. Oops. And fails. Somehow death save is not the same thing as a survival check. <laughs> uh, ah, cool. good point. <laughs> Shaba. A Shaba, no longer having cure wounds, cannot rush to Stripey's aid. So he concentrates his efforts on destroying the last of these foul, foul creatures as he cries out, No! Stripey! I knew I shouldn't have listened to Tokus and let you become a more effective part of the team during combat. <laughs> uh, and Shaba promptly rolls a natural one on his shot. Shoots <laughs> himself in the foot. <laughs> no! I literally just shot myself in the foot. I didn't think it was possible. Aslo now realizes that he could have used his turn to heal Stripey. <laughs> Aslo forgot, quote unquote. Your eyes are just tearing over. You can't see anything. Oh. So your shot goes wild. Tokus. <sighs> what to do? What can I do? We're falling apart at the scene. If you stay where you are, they're going to flank you next round when the other one closes in. How can I not have that happen? Just shift around somewhere. I would like to shift. So if you maneuver around to the other side of this armor, they'll both be on the same side of you, so not flanking. Okay, I do that. Ah, you guys are just so tough. I, I don't even know if I should bother trying to attack them anymore, you know? I keep missing. <laughs> yeah, better just give up. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I, there are other things I can do. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Shield? Defense? I can get defensive, yeah. Purely defending doesn't get things done. It does if I have two ranged attackers taking free shots at them while I do it. That is true. Well, I've got a lot of hit points, though. All right, let's do it. I'm attacking. The one that looks more damaged. An 18. Hits. Hit. For four damage. Okay, try again. All right. <laughs> Extra attack. That is a natural one. All right. <laughs> Seems like the party's luck has not been very high for this combat in general. A few good ones, but mostly kind of low. It started off great. 
The two suits of armor are both closing on you and attempt to slam you into the floor. Uh, okay, I'd like to... Wait, I can wait on shielding. Yes. And it's good you did because all four attacks missed. Whoa. Ah, break wow. your fists on the bulwark of the Rathgon Hills gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, epic. <laughs> yeah. Tokus has to get prideful about something, and it's not how well he's attacking. <laughs> <laughs> it's how well he's defending, which is just as important in some cases. Aslo, you hear some sudden metallic clanking sounds coming from some of the suits of armor and swords that you've previously felled. What? what? Yep, we should have gone with a dispel magic plan. They're reassembling. Looking over where you hear the sound, you see one of the dented pieces of breastplate pops back and the dent goes back into its original shape. Dude. What? But we'd have to cast Dispel Magic six times to... I know, but like they might just keep rebuilding themselves. Yeah, but what I'm saying is we don't have the power to keep them from it's doing this. It's not possible. Yeah. It's not possible. Hmm. It's Aslo's turn now. Oh, Maybe we should man. throw them out the window and let them roam the countryside. <laughs> <laughs> Slaughtering all they see. I mean, maybe we should be looking in the room for like a catalyst or something that's controlling them or keeping them. I will say at the rate that it was de-denting itself, it's probably not going to be in fighting condition anytime right away. Okay. Basically, these exist here so that we can't go get that long rest and then fight the... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, for crying out loud. It's the perfectly <laughs> contrived trap to make it so adventurers, yeah. That's true. We are right near the ocean, though. We should throw them out in the sea. <laughs> See how they handle that rust? See how they handle all the salt water, yeah, all the rust. That's true. <laughs> if we do dismantle them all, we, we just carry them downstairs and throw them outside, right? And then we camp in the trees overnight. We bring the horses and dogs with us. <laughs> in the trees with us. Get on up there, Petunia. <laughs> if we were to leave the room, would they chase us? And if so, that would mean that they could leave the room and their magic would still work. Which means that if we do disassemble them, then we could, yeah, toss them outside or, yeah, better yet, throw them in the ocean. And keep watch overnight and see what happens. Yeah. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean, they like reassemble and then they're marching in the, in the, yes. at the bottom of the water. That's a great idea, Tokus. Thank you for pointing that out. What? We could tie rocks to them and then throw them in the ocean. <laughs> tie rocks to each individual piece of armor. <laughs> no, no, once they, so they reassemble. Yeah, but then they were going to fight us as we try to put rocks in them and put them in the ocean. That's true. <laughs> once they're almost reassembled. <laughs> we'll just put rocks in their boots. Uh, How about that? Yeah, so they can't walk. <laughs> because rocks are certainly heavier than a suit of plate mail. The big ones are. Yeah. In the immediate term, though, what is Aslo doing? Oh, man. I really don't know what to do now because that was our whole plan was destroy these guys and then probably go out and take a rest. But if they come back together, we just fight suits of armor over and over again for the rest of our lives. Well, let's concentrate on getting the last of these things dead and then we'll talk about what, how to dispose of the bodies afterwards. I can't believe I'm saying this, but what about Stripey? Oh, yeah. I should probably heal him, right? If you really want to. Well, no, just, yeah, you should, because <laughs> I shouldn't leave it up to whether you want to or not. <laughs> well, is this the right turn for him to do it? Um, Stripey can still fail two more death saves before he's dead dead. Right. Or he can roll a one and die immediately. That is also true. That's true. Could. So, yes, this is the right turn. Okay. I will run over to Stripey, put one hand on his flank, and say, ah, Stripey, I guess this is worth it now. And then I will cast Cure Wounds. <laughs> Those are your soothing words to him? Yeah. 
Ooh, yeah, that would be 12 HPs he heals. Nice. That's your turn? Uh, Yep, that's it. Uh, You should not end there. I will not end there. Right? Aren't you really close to the... Uh, They both moved towards you. Okay. Stripey would thank you, but of course he can't talk, so he doesn't really have to. (laughs) (laughs) And it's Stripey's turn. Stripey leaps to his feet and runs over to the nearest armor suit and takes an attack. Okay, you are flanking with Tokus. All right. Sweet. Another natural 20! Yay! Oh! I rolled an 18 and a 20 that time. 14, 19. 19 more damage. So he goes up to the one that Tokus wasn't attacking, since the less damaged one is closer, and slams right into its back and brings it down to the ground in one blow. Ah, uh, nice. take that. Stripey? Hey, Stripey's back. Shabba's turn. What's left for Shabba to shoot at? One badly damaged suit of armor. All right. You gonna remember to... Yeah, I will. I move my hunter's mark to it. Yay! You did it. This is the one that you already used it on before, actually, I think. Oh, okay. you already moved it to this one? Okay. All right. Um, 21 to hit. Hit. Uh, five, eight damage. Close, but not quite. It is uh, still barely standing. Is it next to Stripey? Yes, it is. Stripey will try to attack it. But Stripey's not flanking it, right? Actually, he could be. Oh, thank goodness, because he missed with his first roll. Uh, oh, and that's a, that'll be a hit. And whatever damage you do, it's enough to bring it down. All right. So, you have... 13. At least temporarily destroyed the six suits of armor and six swords, but you can hear every few seconds, there's just like a... Prang, prang, oh, as different no. metal pieces pop back. <sighs> okay, so I don't think that we can get to the top of a 250-foot tower, since we're only on the second floor, and take this thing out. Unless we're back at full strength, so well you are. I mean, each floor is like thirty feet tall, so so we'll just have to fight eighteen more suits of armor and eighteen more swords, roughly. <laughs> yeah, we'll just 24? have to. Yeah, we we still have quite a few floors to go up. I think we should come up with a way to try to dismantle and or disable these things for long enough. Like, what if we all take them out riding? We ride down the beach, and we throw them out in the ocean, and then we ride back. I think that could work, but it's a matter of do they, like, find each other no matter what. Yeah, so f- so let's try, let's test a couple of things. First, let's look around the room for a trigger. Let's search the room for something that could dismantle them or something that could be powering them. And then let's remove one or a piece from the tower and or from the room and see if it continues to reassemble. Okay, so we search the room first. As you're examining the room, each of these pedestals has a very small series of runes. There's some tiny lettering that goes all the way around the the rim. Mm. Okay. Then you also notice that the suits of armor have a maker's mark stamped in them. Mm. And Mm. it all seems to be the same maker, whoever it is. In that case, I'd like to make an arcana check, or I'd like to check out the runes, and I guess that's an arcana check. Yeah. Twelve. They are magic. Alright. At least as far as meaning something in the language of magic but you can't really identify what they do or how they work. Hmm. So with runes, is it the kind of thing where in order to destroy the magic, you have to use magic, or can you, like, scratch out the runes to destroy them? You could attempt to scratch it out. It kind of depends on what the runes are in or made of. But, like, previously when there was that teleportation circle with all the runes and stuff, you destroyed it by just smearing the circle. 
Mm. With these, since they're etched into stone, basically if you defaced it enough that there were no more runes, or at least not enough of the runes legible, then you could theoretically destroy it. I do have stonemason's tools. I could take mm-hmm. out a chisel and a mallet and begin to chip away at these runes and see what happens. That's true. As I said, these are large pedestals, so it would take you quite a while to do damage to all of them, but you could try. Yeah, I'll try. It's worth a shot. I mean, like I said, I think we have to take every precaution to try to dismantle these things. I can try and use my pythons, I guess, to just, I mean, even if it ruins one python, just sit there and, like, scratch it out. True. Okay, just be, like, hammering into the rock with that. Yeah. Both of you make a strength check, and I'll have Shabali do it with proficiency for Mason's tools. Okay. And this is just going to basically let me know how quickly you're working. How quickly, okay. Yeah, not too good on eight. I got a nine. Yeah, so both of you working together, it's taking you a long time just to mar one row of these runes. Mm, I can share my other Mason's tools with Azontokus if it helps. They don't have proficiency in it. Oh, that's right. Mm. Yeah. It seems as though after about 10 or 15 minutes, one of the suits of armor ceases to repair itself as you're working on this one pedestal. But the others are getting awfully close to looking like they're going to stand up. Okay. If we are going to go take a long rest, I could go ahead and use my one uh, Dispel Magic to just go ahead and destroy one of them. Yeah, so you have only one casting of that spell remaining? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, go ahead and try to Dispel on one of the other ones. Can we, like, the ones that are reassembling, can we, like, start hitting them and deal damage to rip them apart again? Yeah, you can do that and delay the rebuilding process. Okay. As a, can you give me an Arcana check? Sure. That would be a three. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you guys play whack-a-mole with the rest of these suits to keep them disassembled while Shaba chisels away the rest of the runes? It's probably going to take a while, you know, 10 or 15 minutes per pedestal. That way we can disable them all and go back out and take a long rest. Agreed. All right, so it takes you probably about an hour and a half to get all of them disabled. I think the other two and Stripey could all take a short rest while you're doing that. <laughs> if you wanted to just go on from there. Take turns doing the whack-a-mole, like <laughs> Asla's resting while Stripey and I do it, and then I rest while he and Stripey do it. That's true. All right. I feel like we need a long rest, though, because we've burned a bunch of our spells. Well, if the DM is giving us the opportunity to short rest, we should take it, because that might mean that something is going to prevent us from leaving, or worse. Yeah, you should definitely short rest. Yes. Yeah, so the three of us will short rest. Does Stripey get hit dice to spend? Yes, he does. All right, he's going to need them. And Aslo has Song of Rest. That's right, I do. I shouldn't need to use any hit die. I'm at 45 of 49. You could at least second wind. Oh, yeah, that's a freebie. Yeah. What does uh, Song of Rest do? Uh, it allows for extra healing. Basically, you get an extra 1d6 to regain more hit points. Oh, nice. I will do it because I only healed for two. Stripey will also do it. Well, you can only do it if you spend your own hit dice also. Oh, never mind. I don't want to do that then. I'm fine with just second winding. Stripey's going to spend two of his hit dice. I'm going to use Aslo's Bardic Inspiration to help me finish. To just finish it out. <laughs> carving all these runes off. Then we should take all these suits of armor and all these swords and throw them in the ocean. Now we back out to the woods. Well, if they're not sentient anymore, couldn't we just use them for our own purposes? <laughs> I'd love some plate mail. It's definitely not sized for you. But what about your family armor? Yeah. <laughs> your heirloom armor, Tokus. But but my heirloom armor is only 16 armor class. Oh, well, what <laughs> a shame. 
And also, if you've been battering on these armors to keep them from repairing themselves... Yeah, they're not 18 anymore. They're not yeah. really usable. Yeah, I mean, I don't see the problem with wearing something that was once alive. I mean, look at my entire outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so if you wanted to uh, maybe use some of those for patch jobs to keep your armor in good repair, feel free. It also could be worth something, although it's pretty heavy to carry all that. You know, that's a great question. I was thinking this the other day, because you know, you guys know that I like to list, re-listen to the show. I forget what that augmentation we did to Tokus' armor did all that time ago in Glass Rock. I thought it just stopped it from being rusted, because it got uh, rusted by a monster that we fought. Was that all we did? We, we fixed it back to its full health? Yeah, it didn't have any additional effects. Hmm. It's, it's aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought somebody, someone's sword got rusted by that same monster and it did one less damage. That was Azo's sword, and I think he switched weapons later on anyway. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Now you have the magic sword. Yeah. I mean, that would make me switch weapons if I had a rusted sword. <laughs> yeah. Who wants a rusted sword? All right. So we can either throw these in the ocean or we can, with the understanding that they most likely won't come back to life, we can bring them back into town and try to sell them to a blacksmith for parts. <laughs> That's true. It'd probably be heavy to carry all those, though, right? Yeah, we'll just leave them on, in our saddlebags with uh, the steeds. Maybe we can't get all six suits, but we could bring one or two and uh, get a little bit of gold for them. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right. Can we loot the bodies? Did we already loot the bodies? <laughs> I think the bodies are the loot. <laughs> 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 Alright, so let's try to take two suits of armor, two suits of plate mail, or at least whatever's closest to it. Um, however many of these swords we think we can get. We'll throw the rest in the ocean. We'll bring the rest back to camp. Uh, we'll spend the day... Sorting through the most usable pieces. Right. Only the finest scrap. We only want to sell the finest scrap. Yeah. And we're <laughs> working on our little projects, saving the best scrap. And then nightfall, we'll sleep again, and we'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> See if we can reach level three. Level three of this tower to reach level two in the guild as level five characters. In fairness, nobody is... Uh, well, hang on, Tokus looks around real quick. Yeah, I don't think anybody's actually observing how we get this mission done. <laughs> so, like, we can get it done any which way we want. Yeah, we can embellish the story later to say that we stormed the tower and we ran up the stairs while fighting off all kinds of fiends, and then we made it to the top and destroyed <laughs> the evil Beholderkin. And yeah, and then we also saved the princess Rapunzel that was in the tower. And, and yeah, and then we shot fireworks off of the top of the tower when we got there, and it was all a wonderful thing. But of course, since we were the only people there to witness yeah, it... Yeah, you had to be there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, Then we blew the tower up at the end. <laughs> yeah, the legendary Triple team. You didn't blow it up. I saw the tower last week <laughs> so i think that's got to be the story so let's charge back in tomorrow morning how does that sound so the one definite loss from waiting for a long rest is that stripey will no longer be giant growth yes mm. and i'll have to read up the potion well that doesn't actually cost you anything yeah that's true you can just do that but at this point stripey could go small at any moment anyway it's already been a couple hours so that's all right he got his money's worth. So we finish scratching out the runes, grab two sets of armor, and bring them down to our saddles, and then go back up, throw the rest in the ocean? Essentially, yeah. I mean, we said we spent the whole day, like, transporting them, picking out the best pieces, throwing the rest in the ocean, and then uh, sleeping that night. Doesn't sound like it would take you an entire day to do all that, but you take your time. Yeah, but we're not tired, so... We'll just try to make the most of our day, enjoy this, the coast. Yeah, maybe we talk strategy some more. 
So the Dark Stone. Yeah, the Dark Stone. What are we going to do? What were those things in the basement, by the way? Those spore mines. They're mold balloons. Haven't you ever seen those before? (laughs) It's the worst kind of balloon. Yeah, Shava takes out his monster manual. Yep, they're right here on page 530. (laughs) Yep, mold balloons. (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of tempted to go back down there and see if there was anything useful in that room, but we'd have to go shoot the others. No, I don't think there was. It was just a dirt floor with those things. We don't know that. You already did that. Yeah, we finished shooting the others. Oh, we finished them off? Well, then, Mm -hmm. when we go back tomorrow, the mold might have been somewhat dissipated and we might be able to check that room out. Yeah, maybe. We can go in with handkerchiefs over our mouths. Yeah, this is actually one scenario where I would be willing to send Stripey in as like a scout because his con save is off the chains. His, <laughs> his con save is really good. <laughs> he could smell around in there and see if he f- finds any good stuff. He has advantage on wisdom perception checks that use the sense of smell, so he's really good at that too. <laughs> what, what are the odds that... Stripey's going to get down in there and, like, unbury, like, this horde of just awesomeness. Like, gold and items and ancient artifacts. I'd say there are at least 112% of the odds of that <laughs> happening. <laughs> so. Well, let's get to bed then. Tokus is right. really excited. Like, <laughs> dreams of, like, gold chests of loot dance around in his head. <laughs> All right, let's do that. So you spend the day and the night, and nothing happens. You wake up in the morning feeling better, if not completely refreshed. Ah, feeling long rested. Shabba, why don't you whip us up some breakfast? I sure will. Plain eggs for Tokus. Well rested, and your armor has not awakened itself. All right. Good. We could get some fish, right? Some fish is good breakfast food, right? Yeah, we could fish. So we fish up some grub in the morning. And then we head back into that tower. That we do. Yes, we do. Take two. What is our plan, by the way, to fight that thing? No idea. The same as it was yesterday. We just go with the flow. Try to take over the world. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, we didn't put the crystal back in the case, so we let it charge off of our... Do we feel all that great? We let it charge off of our life force. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you put it away. We'll say we put it away. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at some point during that day we would realize, oh, crap. But maybe we should have let it charge off of our life force. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could let it charge off Petunia's life force a little bit since you seem so willing to neglect her. (laughs) It's just one of the many ways I neglect her. All right, so we go back into the tower, and it's like the last shot of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. We run in, and then it freeze frames until the next episode of the Damage Guild podcast. Yeah. 